Welcome everybody back to the Beers and Bead podcast. My name is Gabe, and this over here is Woodsy. Hello. How you doing, Woodsy? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Everybody, today is October 22nd, and we just officially launched the podcast. We have just crossed 24 hours. And I gotta say, we are so happy and so thankful to all of you out there for listening to the podcast. We already have 32 people who have listened to the audio portion, which is what we care about so much. And 28 of you or something that have watched the video portion, which is absolutely wonderful. Now, we talked about this on the first episode. We talked about it on the second episode. And we're going to talk about it every single episode. If you guys want to get on the podcast, all we need is some little comment, some review, something to let us know that you guys care. And just right off the rip, we already got some. So just in time coming in on Twitter saying, I like it. Very insightful. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. White Paw coming in saying, you guys did such a great job with this. What a great first episode. Praising hands emoji. I mean, I'm just saying that's a, that's a pretty high praise. You guys know who White Paw is. You know what's going on there. And Holly coming over on YouTube. Like I said, wherever you got it, send us a comment. Tell us what you think. We'll read it. Okay. Holly coming over on YouTube says, I love Gabe Barbosa. That's me. <laughs> love to see you guys outside the stream. Can't wait for more. guys. We just, we're so thankful and we appreciate you guys so much. And we have officially opened up voice memos as well. If you guys would like to leave a voice memo for the podcast, feel free. Just go to bit.ly slash BNB pod. Again, that is bit.ly slash BNB pod. It'll let you leave a voice memo. It'll let you add or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. And you'll be able to check out all the episodes. Again, if you want to check that out, the link's down below. It's in the YouTube video. It's everywhere. It's going to be on our bios and everything. Thank you so much for such a wonderful reception to the first episode of Beers and Beans. Woodsy, how's it going? I mean, it was going great up until the reviews were like, oh my God, Gabe's amazing. But, you know, yeah, cheers. Thanks, thanks, man. I'm just a token British guy. That's all I am. I mean, yeah. you know, I just, it's the first episode, I did great. Uh, second episode, I'm Beers. So, true. Maybe not so great. Maybe you guys will be you tired of me. Second vegetable. <laughs> he was going on about a vegetable at some point. Listen, I was like, it's what's so this man doing? It's such a stupid thing. If you guys haven't heard the second episode yet, you have to go back and listen to it right now, or else what I'm about to say doesn't make sense. Romaine had E. coli. People stopped eating romaine. Iceberg lettuce, same deal. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. If you want to know about mm. it, go listen to the other episode. It's, it's, it's everywhere. Go watch it. Go listen to it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm still confused, but hey, man, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Other than that, though, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm very grateful for the people who gave it a listen. Obviously, I really wasn't expecting to get like that much off the bat because today is the well, I mean, it's the 22nd for you. It's the 23rd for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 4 a.m. because normally we record this a bit earlier, but unfortunately, <clears throat> Woodsy has been having some audio troubles. Um, we, I mean, when I listened to the when you gave me the podcast to listen to the first time, I was like, wow, Gabe's audio sounds so clear and pristine. Oh, it's amazing. And then I started talking. And I was like, oh. Oh, cool. Not so, not so good. <laughs> it's not so good. I'm in an empty room right now because I'm moving. There's like no stuff here. It's all in boxes because we can move in like literally like five, six days, something like that. So hopefully by the time the next video is out, I might have moved. Maybe. I don't know. I might still be here recording because obviously, you know, you know, it's like moving out. It's a hassle. But uh, yeah, today was good. I had a great day today. We, uh, we were streaming, having some fun. Had some of those special subs that we were talking about, the ones that, you know when you get like, that really rare sub, we'll get into it later, because I know, I know you feel the same way I do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, me and Gabe were actually playing together today, we played Among Us, uh, I stabbed him in the face. Yep, directly oh, in front of two people, it was great. Yeah, it was really bad, yep. <laughs> it was not a small play. Yep, two people just get murdered, that's fine, it's no problem, we'll talk about Among Us later, okay, fine. Yeah, it's all good, it's all good, but I did see one tweet today. Ooh. 
I saw a tweet and it Ready? really grinded my gears. Let me get it up. Let me get it up. Oh, it's on my, it's on my, I was whipping out the phone because, you know, normally I'm a, Twitter, I'm a mobile Twitter user because you're here. So this gentleman goes by the Twitter handle of Bang Bang Click. His name is Alec Hutchinson. And he's the creative director. Uh, he's actually changed it since we last spoke about this. Maybe he's lost his job. Uh, he's uh, the creative director at Stadia. He's shortened it to SG&E now in his bio since we last mentioned it. Ooh. Okay, I have both pulled up. He did. He's changed his bio to try and hide the fact that he works at Stadia because he knows he's getting negative reviews right now. And therefore, I'm not going to lie, like, we, Stadia's not that like, great, is it? I mean, it's, it's an amazing platform if it worked. <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, nope. <laughs> so, nope. anyway, this gentleman in particular tweeted, the real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. Yep. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. This man, this is in response to the recent DMCA claims that Twitch have done on a lot of people. We'll get into that again later on as well. But he thinks that people gaming should pay for it if they're streaming it because they're reusing the content. This man didn't even need to open his mouth, by the way. No, none of this deals with him whatsoever. He literally tweeted out, streamers worried about getting their content pooled because they use music they didn't pay for. Should be more worried about the fact that they're going to be streaming games they didn't pay for as well. My dude, these are two different things. The reason that DMCA's are happening in the first place is because the music industry is dying in terms of wealth. Like, now it's all Spotify. Play When's the last time you bought an album? Oh, mate, you don't I know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, before that, I limewired it back yeah. in the day. Last time I bought an album was at Best Buy. So that's how long ago it was when Best Buy used to carry CDs. They used to have a CD section. That's the last time okay. I bought an album. But freaking, you got Apple Music, you got Spotify, you had Pandora. Remember when Pandora was huge? Like, no? No, no that's a, that, that might be a US thing. It's not a UK <laughs> it, it, thing. It but. might be a US thing. It's true. But um, we've had streaming services for music for so long. Yeah. And so slowly over time, music industries have been getting more and more hurt and more and more bloodthirsty. Great, whatever. Shut up about games, dude. Like, to say that streamers need to pay a license to play games on stream is the most, like, lack of understanding thing I've ever seen. I would say almost everybody, except for a very small amount of people, are transformative content, which falls under mm -hmm. fair use in U.S. law. Different countries, different rules. But U.S.-specific law, where this man is based out of, says transformative content goes under fair use. And my man's like, mm, real truth is streamers should be paying developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. Shut up. Stinky opinion, in He's, my opinion. It, just, it doesn't make sense. And, uh, uh, stupid. God. I read a reply to, that, to, to this tweet. It was from um, Hypixel. They're the ones who have the Hypixel Minecraft server, and they're making their own game. And Dan TDM reviewed the game. And the studio makes money, but they're not, they're not bajillionaires. And they literally said, thanks to the fact that people want to play our content, we were able to get a review that reached 9 million views. We couldn't afford that on a marketing scale. Which is 100%. truth. You know? It's truth. It's so it's like, don't... It just don't... Just stay away from... Like, why are you even in this conversation? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah it's, a, it's, a it's a really bad take. And the games that he like, he's worked on... Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, Sims 2, 
like Far Cry 4 as well. Spore. Those games are in their like game. Somebody's got the screenshot. They're all like, oh, you guys are like fine to stream this. Like, we'd love it if you do it. That'd be yep. great. And then it's like, oh, we'll pull it if it's bad and whatnot. But then, you know, if it breaches any rules, which is fair enough. Again, fair enough. But uh, yeah, it's stupid, man. It's stupid. I don't know why he's taking that approach. And then, and then he's gone and tweeted, all right, guys, I'm going to go stream. I'm going to go play some Fall Guys. Anyone want to hop in? And then the replies are just cooking and being like, oh, I hope you've got a license for that, pal. You know what would be you know? great, actually? Because Fall Guys is already like pretty aggressive on Twitter. It would be amazing if they DMCA'd him for the game. Because they have the rights to. If they submitted a DMCA takedown on his stream, that would be the ultimate karmic justice. Be like, hey, for you, it's $20,000 for a licensing fee to stream my game. Just saying. What's crazy to me is that, so we, we were talking about this before with the audio issues, but I literally have two Twitter pages pulled up here. One is creative director at Google Stadia. And then literally the other one, which is the most updated, like you just said, creative director at SG&E. I don't think SG&E is Google Stadia. I'm pretty sure that's what I, we talked about this on the other one, that mm-hmm. he was working for a company that got bought yeah. by Google Stadia. That's the one. And so he corrected his profile because he was lying in his profile. He's not a director of Google Stadia. No. That's oh, insane. Buddy, you've had a terrible day. That... Mr. Beast has replied cooking him as well. So, you know, that's, that's funny enough in itself. So dumb, dude. So dumb. Mr. Beast doing, doing, doing the good work out here. Dude, Mr. Beast knows what he's talking about. And his, mm-hmm. his, his, whether he knows what he's talking about or not, his words have weight. 100%. People pay attention, you know? I mean, I think, I think his, you know, he does know what he's talking about, to be honest. He seems like he's on the ball on a lot of things. I mean, I remember reading back on Mr. Beast a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone was saying, like, two years ago, he was running around VidCon with this giant folder based on the algorithm of YouTube, and if you wanted to speak to someone, you needed to speak to Mr. Beast. And here he is, now, blown up, doing what he's doing, killing the game. Mad lad. Absolute mad lad. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good egg. He's a good egg. And he's Uh, trying, dude. You know? Oh, he's trying to cure... The next... His current project is to try and cure old hunger. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he said he, oh, with one, food he wants to solve one big world problem before he dies, and his the one he thinks he can do is world hunger, and that's a man that I like believe is going to try it. You know, that is mad. Like the fact that he's trying it is just in, a, in itself is the best thing. But the fact that I believe him believing in the fact that he can do it kind of makes me believe in him. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I don't think he knows either. Hey, but he's going to figure it he's out. A, he's a smart man. Yeah. There's always people like that, though. There's always people like that. I mean, you got Elon Musk, you know? Elon Musk, I think, is a crazy man, but I didn't say he's not oh, a smart he's man. Bonkers. He's yeah. off the charts, bonkers. Yeah. Really interesting. Really interesting that he's wild, but I, just, I, I don't like saying it out loud, but we're four years away from going to Mars with people. Like, Is that when he's doing it? Is it 2024? 2024, dude. Four years yeah. away. It's like, what? that's insane. But it's happening. He already has the most effective rockets that people are sending people to the International Space Station using his rockets. Like, True. And Jeff Bezos is trying to catch up with his super phallic-shaped rocket that just successfully completed oh. the landing. I saw a video of Jeff Bezos trying out some robot arms, laughing like an evil genius. And it just makes that me video feel un- is so good. <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. So uh, I don't good. like. I love Amazon, don't get me wrong. I probably shouldn't say I love a you know, multinational conglomerate and all that, but... Um, uh. 
I like they're, they're useful. They they benefit my life and increase my quality of life through yeah. their what they do, the service they provide. However, Jeff Bezos scares me so much. It he works. he looks like good. a like a real life version of Lex Luthor. Yeah, from <laughs> Superman. Yeah, no, I see that 100. Like that, that's where that was. It was a mix of for me when he was doing the arms. It was a mix of Lex Luthor and uh, Doc Ock. Doc Ock, yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen the video we're talking about, it's a video of Jeff Bezos using uh, extremely advanced robotic arms that are extremely strong and powerful, and they're essentially made to give uh, a personal feel to the manufacturing process of different things. They're basically robot arms to be used in industry, but. It's just terrifying because there's these giant robot arms and Jeff Bezos is just moving them around and giggling like a little schoolgirl in arms that could like crush a human skull easily. Very like terrifying. Like an evil little schoolgirl. Evil little schoolgirl, yeah. Yeah. Like out of a yeah. horror movie. <laughs> it worries me. It worries me. That's, that's the thing. You think there's like a level of smart and craziness. Like, you know, there's like, they say there's a hot and crazy scale. Yep. It's in How Which I Met so Your Mother. True. I don't know if you ever watched the show. It's, it's a so hot true. and crazy scale and I abide by that. I dated a girl that's pretty hot and she was off the charts loopy. Um, it was, you know, scary. But you think it's like a smart and crazy as well? Yeah, because you have to be an insane person to do something like that. You know? I suppose to try and, like, break the mold. Well, so I saw... You might a, be seen as insane. I saw a tweet from Elon Musk that was 2006. And the tweet... Um, I think it was a tweet. It said, I think I can make self-driving cars or something like that. It's like, oh, no, it was like, I think I can get, I think we could probably make some self-driving cars was the thought process. In 2006, when we still freaking on the first iPhone. He's like, was, wasn't that like when YouTube it? was still a baby as well? Yeah, that's when YouTube it launched. It my mind that yeah. in 2006, YouTube was a baby and was like, not great. It was a dating site. Wait, what? YouTube started as a dating site for you to upload your oh, dating profile. man, wait, yeah. what? It was only a couple months that it was like that, but that's how it started, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. It's Gabe spreading false truths. I'm, I'm just rubbing so. my forehead because I don't <laughs> believe it. We also, like, Elon Musk also created PayPal, and a lot of people forget that. Like, True, I did actually, like, yeah. you know, like I, now you said it, I know, I know that, but, like, if you'd have asked me five minutes ago who made PayPal, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. So there is a degree of crazy that has to, I mean, look at freaking Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs went on a crazy drug trip, hallucinated the iPad, and then was like, hey, engineers that have, n- we've never made a computer smaller than a giant brick. I need you to shove everything in a computer in a tiny little screen with a, a tiny little box with a screen on it. And then they made it and they're like, no, 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 no. The world's not ready for this. They're too stupid. Let's make a dumber version called an iPhone and then we'll come out with the iPad later. Like, is that how the creative process went down? I know, I know you're a big Apple yeah. fanboy, so I'm, I'm trusting you on this 100%. Yeah. But uh, damn, I did not know that. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think back to the iPod Touch now, and I'm like, that was so stupid. I mean, it's stupid uh, now, touch, but not back then. Touch was stupid. But like back then, like yeah. back then I was like, oh, wow. But like, because the phone was so expensive. The phone was definitely like had, $900. I, like, I feel like the touch, the touch had such a limited lifespan. Yeah. But the phone and the iPad, you know, that was just... The iPad is essentially a stretched out iTouch. Yeah. That's, that's what it started as. And then it became like the business device. But I think I think that's what it is. It's, there's always someone crazy to do something and then set it up and then make something from it. I suppose to be honest, we could argue Justin.tv was a little bit. But I'd say our platform was started. Yeah, as I was that. Like, I'm such a hypocrite. I, mean, I just seen 
like got on Justin TV and was like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna record my life. The first ever person to record, like, what was it, three days straight, I believe. Yeah, she went on a live stream and stuff with a streaming gear on. Apparently, yeah. I've I've heard the podcast of her talk with uh, Nate Shot. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, where uh, she spoke about that in his uh, business version of his podcast that he does, and uh, yeah, there's a That's great crazy. picture of I just seen wearing glasses with a webcam attached to her like setup and a giant backpack with a computer in it essentially what are you like, thinking on that day what are you thinking if you're the guy on that day and this girl comes up she 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 must have pre-warned we, him, we right? just talked about it it's the crazy hot scale true like, i just seen is very attractive but if if in the early 2000s a girl walked up to me with computer parts all over her body i would run away nerdy boys everywhere like gabe you're a madman not me i would dip dude i would it's all wet dream nope no thanks i was using a rolling you remember the rolling ball mouses back then frick no dude to see see someone walking around with a rolling ball mouse it no thank you (laughs) like i just seems a visionary but i would i would probably wouldn't even be her friend to be honest like Uh... i would need knowledge of it you know and i didn't get that knowledge until i was older she paved the way for us to be where we are now a hundred percent. What, I was what talking, an icon. Yeah, I was talking to uh, White Pop about this because I recently just started watching a lot of her content again. And in my eyes, right, she fell off. But she yes. didn't. No. I thought she did, but she didn't. I just stopped paying yeah. attention to her. I, so mm-hmm. I just recently started watching her again. Her, views, her videos are getting 300,000 views minimum. And then in the past like couple months, she's had several views or videos reach over 5 million views. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So I stopped paying yeah. attention to I Justine, but I Justine has literally never stopped being successful. Oh, no. Cool. And I feel, I feel that's true. But that's why so many people can be so successful in the field of content creation. Mm-hmm. Because if me and you stop paying attention, it doesn't matter. As long yep. as the other hundreds of thousands of people don't. And I think, like, I used to watch I Justine a little bit. She used to do the COD events as well, did she? I'm she did everything, there, yeah. 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 So, like, that's what, that's what I first met her, was uh, Call of Duty... XP, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was the event, and uh, I was like, "Oh wow, this is a really cool announcer lady just doing a thing, nice." And uh, I was enjoying it, a good show, and I was like, "Sick!" And then I uh, watched it for a little bit, and then yeah, I laughed a bit. I think there was something with her and Nate Shot. Uh, Not Nate Shot. No, no, that's the thing. Like, yeah, she, she was I, Nate Shot's pal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it Fwiz? Yeah, she Fwiz. did. Yeah. Oh man, she did a Fwiz for a long time. Fwiz is cool, man. Yeah. Got a lot of love. Was a whole. Do you see the whole Fwiz and Dell thing? Like, uh, which but, one? Recent or so, older? No, it was. It's it's pretty recent. It was basically Dell obviously went over to YouTube after he left Twitch and got banned, mm-hmm. and then Twitch let everyone back on their platform other than Doc. Yep, because you know Doc apparently, even though that's changing the game. That whole road company thing's insane. But uh, he's got he's got a whole map. Now designed with the road company and he's actually buildable an actual skin in the game where there's not really any other skins like ninjas part of the icon series with Fortnite and other creators came in like loser fruit and all that but fully doc's got a doc map is, 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 it's just the doc and it's yeah. a map it's sick um yeah but with, but with that it was oh, i've sort of lost where i was going with that to be honest you were, you were talking about... i was like it's so cool it's you're, so cool man you're talking about delor um oh that's the one yeah, yeah. so delor left twitch and they got they invited everyone back and delor yep. was like kind of love twitch man even though i got banned i want to go back yeah he got and one Fwiz public like, begging to get his partnership back that's exactly it mm-hmm. it was just like it's cool man if that's what you need to do you need to do and like if you think about that compared to when uh, ninja left twitch yeah it was bad. 
So I was so surprised when he went back. When Ninja went back? Why? Yeah, because I really thought he'd go back to you. He'd go to YouTube because the way Twitch treated him was just so bad. But everyone was adults about it. They were like, "This is the best business move for us." It was by Twitch is by far the best business move for him. But I just didn't know if people were going to be petty. I mean, and they weren't. For me personally, if um, Twitch disrespected me. And then I had the opportunity to come back, and they were like, okay, fine. Uh, let's do 20 million in three years. What do you think? I'd be like, okay, I'm back. I'm a Twitch streamer. <laughs> no hesitancy whatsoever. <laughs> like, I mean, think about it. Like, he, he left, he made a $60 million payout with Mixer. That's, that's the supposed so... number. Oh, Took three mad. months off, and then went back to Twitch with a paid partnership contract. Like, I'd go back. How do, how do you think those partnerships work? Do you think he still gets subs Maybe. money? Or do you think he gets like a set? No, he gets subs money. He gets, he gets everything. Um, so the reason that the he, big fallout happened, he talked about it briefly, and it was clipped a couple of times, is he talked about with Dr. Lupo. He wasn't on stream. Dr. Lupo was on stream. Um, he was trying to get 100% of his Twitch revenue, which mm -hmm. uh, has happened. There are creators on Twitch who receive 100% of their sub revenue. They just don't receive like extra revenue on top of that, essentially. And Ninja at the time had the most subs on Twitch, 240,000 yeah. subs. And so that's what, like six, no, more than 600K, right? If you, if you get 100% revenue, that's like, it's a, lot it's a million money. something a month, isn't it? Yeah, five times 25. Yeah, so like a million something a month. Um, so he was trying to get that and they couldn't work with him on it. They just didn't want to do it for some crazy reason. Whatever, it doesn't matter what the region Twitch is. So he left, you know, and he went to Mixer and turns out it was the smartest business decision for him possible. Because like, if Mixer didn't get shut down and it stayed active, great. But it did get shut down and he pocketed all the money right away. Oh, what a man. And now he's back on Twitch and uh, just chilling. What's, what's mm. interesting about that is the theory that Doc was banned so mm -hmm. they could break contract to afford Shroud and Ninja. That's interesting to me. Is that the theory that's going around? That's, that's the newest current theory because Twitch is not budging and they're apparently not speaking to Doc at all. It's all lawyer he's, to lawyer. He's killing it on YouTube. Yeah, he's doing well. I just think he desperately wants to be back on Twitch. I mean, Twitch yeah. definitely just... Like, he was fully, like, on Twitch's side as well. Yeah. Like he was, he was, he was sort of carrying the flag for them, being like, "Yeah, Twitch is great." Imagine me, YouTube. I don't play with mixed streamers. I'm pretty sure he did something like that. Yeah. One of his it's streams. It's a difference if there's a difference of being let go and then being banned. Mm -hmm. Because Doc's big thing is like, th this is such a lonely job streaming. It's 100%. so lonely, and like when you get to the top of the top of the top, it's more lonely. It doesn't get easier, and so the fact that he can't play with any of his friends, it's just like soul crushing. Yeah, especially because right when he got banned, him and Tim were really connecting, like really yeah. well. Their Warzone streams were insane, and yeah, it's gone. I just got the image of him calling him Timmy in, in my head now. I love, yeah, I love it when he calls Timmy. him Timmy. It just like, makes me, it just warms my heart. It's just it's sad that it happened, but and Tim's not gonna. I mean, Tim's got a family. He's not gonna compromise his position at Twitch for Doc. You know, and I don't Doc think understands Doc would, that. Doc would never. Yeah, yeah, Doc would never ask him to do that either. There was that one about the guy who was going to play in the Warzone tournament with him, and Doc was like, look, don't. Yeah. Because I don't want you getting in trouble over me. Mm -hmm. And then the three streamers got banned because they, they matched with Doc in a game. Did you see that? 
I did not see that. Yeah, and then they had to change the rules. Like, it's the second time Doc has changed the rules after being banned on Twitch. Yeah, three people got banned, and they, they complained, and they're like, I got matched in a game with him, and I'm getting banned? So what, if I play a game and I match with someone, I'm supposed to immediately leave the game? That's insane. It was a tournament, and it was just yeah. really interesting. Because there was a whole thing with uh, Nate Shaw. He was on Nate Shaw's stream. He was on Snoop Dogg's stream, yeah. and he was on, I think it was someone like Formal, someone like that. And he appeared on their stream as well. And like, you could hear his voice, but Nate Shaw didn't get banned. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh... Banning Nate Shaw would be a very, very interesting move. I don't think it'd, like, Nate Shaw, Nate Shaw wouldn't care. Like, as in, I don't think it'd affect him too much, but then he'd be like, oh. That's I mean, he, he does have Drake on his side. And that's scary. You know? <laughs> and his back pocket is like, oh, by the way, I got the Drake. I'm just saying, like, it's, Nate has played Call of Duty with Drake. They've gone out. Like, he's a co-owner of the business. If he gets banned and, you know, Drake sends a tweet, there's a, that's a scary tweet, dude. <laughs> that man's like, killed people. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Drake's like, killed people. Have you seen his complex? Oh, God, his house is so cool. He basically bought a castle. He just owns a castle. His video... Well, I mean, with, 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 with all that money, what would you do? I don't You'd know. buy a castle. Probably. Honestly, if I had that much money, I, like, my first... I have two things in mind for that much money. First thing mm -hmm. is a salary for my parents. Like, buy them a house and give them a salary till the day they die. Like, whatever you want. I don't give a frick. You raised me. You've done enough work. Have a great life. The second thing, my girlfriend, whatever the frick she wants. After that, I'm going to be a kid in the candy store, man. Like, friggin', you know what we're doing this weekend? Jet skis and we're going out. Like, I'm going to invest in businesses, but I'm also going to freaking buy a, the jet pack that you can put in water. Why not? Are you kidding me? I'm upset you didn't say content house with me. What do I need a content house for? I'll buy three content houses. Hey, here's all the content. Everybody gets a content house. You get a house. You get a house. <laughs> like Everyone's getting a house. Everyone's getting a house. Honestly, That's I'd probably make like thing. a hype house thing, though. Probably. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Until I'm like That's 30, you know? Because just four years, screw yeah, around, yeah, having yeah. fun. Yeah, true. Making some stuff. And then I'll have a kid, and then I'll just live a great life. But hey, that's what Tim's doing. That's Tim moves. Plan. That's a good plan. Tim lives in Florida now. He's got cheaper situation, not paying income tax, not paying it crazy won't. high taxes. Well, because um, uh, sorry, not income tax, uh, state tax. Sorry, state tax. Um, oh, is it like California versus? Yeah, to... New York and California. Yeah, I, I bought you some of my so I've pre-ordered Gabe some of my merch so he can take some photos with me, some really cool stuff. Shooting. And I was like, oh yeah, at least I saved money on shipping. And then I clicked the button, and then the sales tax came up, and I'm like, what the hell is this? We don't have this in tax. the UK. <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah, man. You gotta make the right right choices. Um, I wanna go back to gaming etiquette real quick. Let's do it. Because we're kind of talking it. about the doc thing and all the band stuff. So I wanted to get like your take in it, and I just kind of wanted to provide my take and, and get some feedback from people who are listening and stuff. Like I think in gaming, you can't take stuff personally unless someone makes it personal i feel like i know why you're saying this you yeah you're definitely gonna know because it happened twice today but yeah the really yesterday to, for me was a horrible day in among us i wasn't on stream i was recording content and it was absolutely horrible today was okay yesterday was bad and so what happened yesterday is i had one round where i saw a person and then i went to do the node where it's just like a, in the game a thing pops up on the screen I click it, I close the thing, there's a person, and there's a dead body. 
And so I report and I say that person is there. That person loses their freaking mind. They don't get voted out. Nobody votes them out. And they lose their mind. Also, they say they didn't see the dead body, by the way. Next round. I don't believe them. It happens. I get distracted. Long stream, 100%. Yeah, carry on. Next round, me and that person both die. That person was innocent. Cool. I didn't say vote that person out. I just said what I saw, and that was it. And then they, in the little, like, death chat, continue talking about how, like, you can't throw out unbiased, like, or you can't throw out uneducated crap, like, uh, you gotta stop talking about this, whatever. And then the second game happens. Second game, I pass a person, two people pass me, instantly. I pass a person, two people pass me, the person I pass is dead. Instantly reported. And I'm like, okay, well, these are the two people that I passed. Possible it's one of them. Mm-hmm. Loses his freaking mind. And just starts shouting. And like losing it in the meeting. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to shut down. Obviously, this guy's got something going on in his personal life. I, I ain't going to deal with it. And then um, at the end of the game, like we talk about it. I'm like, I'm not talking to you over text. Like I'll talk to you when we get voice chat back on. Everyone's very respectful. Once voice chat comes back on, I tell them like, hey, you need to calm down. This is a game about calling people out. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of the game. You need to chill out. I never said you're 100% the killer every single time. And he's like, no, yeah, you did. And I'm like, nope. There's two people in this lobby streaming. Feel free to go back in the VOD and listen to what I said. Just because everyone else assumes something, that's on them, not on me. And so then I stopped talking. I shut down. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'm going to be here, be a body to fill. Like, make it, I'm not going to ruin their game by like not giving them 10. Because, you know, when you go yeah. from 10 people to 9 people in Among Us, it's not great. Um, and then, then the chain starts and you go to 8. Go to seven yeah, and just on. everyone keeps leaving. And so I stayed on uh, for a couple more hours. And uh, he ap- tries to apologize two times. And then I say one thing and then he just goes right back. And I'm like, okay, bud, Oof. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm full done at this point. And then later on in the game, I find four dead bodies in, in different games. Just every time I find a dead body, every single person's like, oh, it's got to be him. Like me. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so I can't say when I see someone near somebody. And I can't say I've reported a dead body because everybody thinks that I'm personally attacking them for saying that I saw something. And like, there was, there's one thing to be like annoyed or be heated. Like we get heated with each other, but it's fun. But there's another thing oh, to be fully. like, I get annoyed at you so much because yeah. Gabe, Gabe, we've spoken about this in the, thing in the first podcast. Yeah. Gabe is annoying to play among us with because he pays attention. Yeah. He's annoying <laughs> when he play, if you're in the imposter. However, sometimes he's not, he'll be like, oh yeah, Woodsy was acting kind of sus and I'm a crewmate. And I'm like, Gabe, shut up. I'm one of the good guys. Leave me alone. And I'm like, uh, it happened today when uh, I died and um, Angel Dust called me out. It feels really weird to say, but that's his in-game username. Yep. I'm just going to say that. Um, he called me out and I was, he, he, well, no, I died. And he said, oh, I've seen Wizzy die on cams and nobody picked up on it. And I'm like, I'm in my stream. I'm like losing my mind, but it's, it's funny. Like, yeah, it's better. It's, it's, it's a game. I'm not yeah. going to cry about it. Like, I think the game finished. I was like, oh, by the way, guys, you like, what yeah, I, why I did died, nobody I can't say you didn't vote him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you didn't vote him out the first time, but to be fair, they voted him out the second time. I was like, all right, cool. I actually said to my chat, I kind of don't want to do my tasks because I can't believe they didn't vote him, but I'm not going to be a little, you know, yeah. might just curse word. But I, what did I do? But, I waited. We called another meeting, and I was like, you know what? I kind of believe him, dude. Let's vote him out. I think Woodsy was killed by Lee. And we got him out of there. And it's not the end of the world. We got him out. And like, get out of here, Lee, you stink. And I get it, because sometimes, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It's my voice, my personality, whatever. Sometimes I'll say something, and everyone's like, 
that's it. Let's kill that person. I'm like, ah, oh, I just said dude, one thing. I, I hate playing with Please. you. And Jester, Jester did it to me today as well. When you yeah. get someone who's really like, I don't know, they just sound, they just sound convincing. They're nice people. You just want to believe what they're saying. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> people, people, people don't believe me when I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, listen. So like, the thing is, in, in the group that Gabe and I play with, yeah, I've picked, I've picked up from Gabe, and I tried to lead the conversation when Gabe dead. Dies. Yeah. When Gabe, when Gabe dead, when Gabe dead, when Gabe dead, I lead. That's how this works. Yeah. When Gabe dies, I try to lead the conversation, and I was like, oh shoot, I'm next up for offerings. And who actually tried to kill me? But she misclicked when yep. this happened, and I was like, I literally was like, oh, she's gonna get me. It's it's that, and I think it brings you back to the gaming thing that you wanted to start us talking off. Yeah. We're rambling and talking about our amongst experiences. You can check it all out on our YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, the gaming etiquette of I think people need to understand that sometimes a game is just a game. Yep. I get really passionate when I play games, and I get mad at games. Mm -hmm. But it's still just a game. Like I, I've had Kate sat next to me, my girlfriend, and I'll get mad, and I'm fuming. But give me five seconds, and I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna last. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna be, you know, crying up. I might cry, you know. I lost, I lost, I lost a lot in armor team this week in FIFA. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I really get what you mean. Though, it's like, happened, it's happening, yeah. it's happening among us today. And yeah. I feel like amongst us that game, it does make people upset. Or yeah, it's a very emotional place. I think people the, attach like they attach their value as a liar or as an yeah, honest that's person exactly it. That's what I was about into to say. the game, and it's like you're not a bad liar. Just the game is very structured and I pay attention. And so I know that you're lying. Like, I'm not trying it's to say like, oh, to you're a bad liar out. and no one's going to believe you. I'm just saying like, I know you're wrong. And that's okay. We're all bad liars though. You know? And we sometimes did play, we, we I, did play with some bad liars. Yeah, we did. And sometimes I like make mistakes too. And I call myself out for it. Like, and I'll be like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't make a good call. So I think I'm just, I don't know this round. Like I'll do that. But it's just that like, sometimes you say something and, and then people get triggered by it. And then they don't understand that that's the, like, it's over after it's over, you know? Mm -hmm. And then they'll get angry at you as a person and not you as a player. Like, it's interesting you say this. Yeah. Just because, do you think this relates in sports? 100%. I've had my share of this in sports. I think this is why people like, get into locker room fights. Yeah. Because people don't understand that, like, if we're out on the field, right? And you're trying to kill me and you're trying to get past me, you're trying to get through me, whatever it is, right? I have the same feelings towards you. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that I think, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but I praise Logan Paul and, <clears throat> and KSI for. Like, they wanted to murder each other during the boxing match. But what happened when it's over? Hey, man, good fight. And these people they, went they, they, years with the up. rivalry, you know? But that's what it is. Just grow up, you know, be a man, be a woman, be an adult, and it's done when it's done. But in terms of sports and even in gaming, like, the term catch me at LAN literally means I hate you so much. When we go to LAN in the hotel, I'm going to fight you. And it used to happen. Freaking I've Nick Merckx so talked about tweets. his problems. Like, Nick Merckx used to be a pro problematic with it. So did High Distortion. They used to get in fights at LANs. For freaking Gears of War. <laughs> but that's what it is. People take it personal. Yeah. They, they, they take the game personal. And it's like, if you're that angry and heated towards the game, you have to understand that if it's okay for you to do that, it has to be okay for the other person too. 100%. You and when you, you don't 
you don't have that balance, it like you like lose it. And it's just it, yeah, people people get butt hurt a little bit too much. But the gaming etiquette that has to come in is everyone should be allowed to have fun. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. you don't think about that actively, and I think it's easier for us as content creators to think about that, but when you don't think about that actively, it's going to come across like not great. Like the final game that we played, there was a point where I knew it was Pierre was the killer. And so instead of following mm -hmm. him around the whole time, I literally went and stood by myself in the cafeteria with the lights off running around in circles. And I was like, if he comes over and kills me, great. If not, you know, someone won't know where I am. And maybe that's a possible that I'm sus or something. Like, let somebody have some fun. Because you don't want to freaking ruin everybody's game every single time. No, that's know? true. And that's what worries me about when new people come into the game. And, like, I think we've been good. Like, we try to accommodate that whenever possible. It's like, oh, we play. If you want to play with us, it's like, just have a decent understanding of the game. Mm -hmm. But you get new people come in, and it's a whole new thing. And you're like, all right, just be your best. Try and, try and tell us where you are, and then uh, we'll go from there. And yeah. that's how we got a lot of new people in. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's just about growing, you know? Moving on from gaming etiquette. What you got? Like, you know, you go for ages. All right. I've got a question for you. I'm ready. You need to give me. Okay. Your top three people mm. that you would go for a beer with. Just like in life in general? Just in life. Anyone. It can be anyone. Past, present, future. Holy dead. frick. Um, damn. I've got my current three somewhere. I'll find them. You, you, you tell me what you're thinking. I would think right now where I'm at in my life, I would love to sit down with Nate Shot. Oh, he's on my list. <laughs> yeah, I would love just to see what his brain is like because he's a person that knows that he has a, like issues with like learning and structure and all this stuff, but he so desperately wants 100 Thieves to succeed that he overcomes that, which is, mm -hmm. I think is pretty huge. And he's so unapologetic unapologetically him. Like, golf and gaming, although they're both games, they don't really mix. Like, no. most gamers hate golf, but he's making it cool. Most sportsmen hate golf. Yeah. Like he's, nah, that's, that's not a lot of footballers to play golf. But but yeah. like I was like, I don't want to play golf. He's making it cool, which I think is interesting. So I think him, I would love to sit down probably with either Tim Cook or Craig Federighi. They're both Apple execs. Tim Cook, obviously, mm -hmm. is the CEO. I don't know what Craig's official position is. I think he's CTO. But just to pick their brains, just to like, what's it like, man? You know? It'd be really interesting. And I think Obama would be fun to hang out with. Oh, man, those are great answers. I think that'd be, that'd be like a really, like, nice A beer dinner. with Obama? I want to yeah. change mine. I'll put Obama in mine. <laughs> He'd be so cool, man, just to hang out with him. I just feel like Seriously, everybody would appreciate Obama. you know? Except yeah. for me. Nobody's going to be like, oh, this, this oh, look at this, this guy. Hey, he's gay, but great. But I do think that everyone would appreciate it. Like, Nate Shot would probably freak out over Obama, you know, True. and be interested in the fact that Craig or Tim made Apple. Obama would has probably already had many meetings with Apple. Just be like, hey, what's up, old friend? And interesting to learn about the gaming community. It'd be like a cool, like, thing. I'd probably just sit there drinking the whole time, just like listening. I was gonna say, just, just to be a fly on the wall, and that is, is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was kind of more leaning to like, as in that you'd go off one one to one with these. It wouldn't be like everyone meets up in a group. Oh, okay. Because because now mine makes no sense when I say that. Because mine is a nature. Nature's one okay. of them. Because I'm a huge hundred thieves fan. Um, my other one is Dave Chappelle. Ooh, oh, the comedian. I I just think he's hilarious. I think he's really wise. Very uh, you know, well spoken and uh, into 
sort of not necessarily politics, but just important matters in the world. Yeah. And uh, like his uh, his thing on the whole uh, George Floyd thing. Yeah. Was amazing. You know, I really enjoyed that. Or well, not enjoyed, but you know, it spoke to me. No, his introspective is interesting. Yeah. And then the other one is Lewis Capaldi, uh, who you might not know. No, I do. You do. That's a good one. He's just hilarious. And I just love to go one. for a beer with him because uh, he's just. He's like half of a nutcase and then half just, you know, again, he's unapologetically him. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be great to go for a beer with. And uh, he's Scottish as well, so, you know. <laughs> Banner. Banner. My way, I've, I've, most of the Scots that I've met in my life, I went to Newcastle University, so um, I, uh, right on the border with Scotland. Yeah. Far off. So you, you meet a lot of Scots. And uh, it was good. Good life. It's just a different personality entirely. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't give a frick. <laughs> They do not. I yeah. With one of one of my good pals at uni, he was in there. So I played American football at university, which for a British guy is obviously very rare. American football up in the north is a bit popular. In the south, it's like eh, whatever. It's because like obviously, the guys who don't make the rugby team used to get put in the American football team. That's so funny. the standard up north was just better. Yeah. Because we had more rugby players. And um. Yeah, those guys you don't want to mess with. It was because rugby's huge. more way more violent than football. Oh. Yeah. Jesus, it was brutal. I got tired, although I t- I'll tell you what, I got tackled by my linebacker mm-hmm. by accident. He took me and the guy with the ball out. I took the guy uh, with the ball out, but as you yeah. can tell from my frame, I was a cornerback. DB. So Those who are listening, uh, Woodsy is huge, six foot four, 380 pounds of muscle. I'm flexing on the video right now, and there is l- very little to flex. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he took me and the guy out, and I think I came off the worst. Probably you got sandwiched. Oh, I was, I was, I literally was laying on the sideline. I was like, oh. but um, yeah, it uh, Scot- Scottish people in general. I like that idea guys. of the one-on-one beer thing. I just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, it's it'd, it'd be pretty cool. I love going to events because I do things that I don't like. I shouldn't do a lot when I go to conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about my life, but I've always been in situations where like. I shouldn't be here right now, but I am. I going to say that because cool. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, I mean, you just like, get to the places where you shouldn't be. I just, I don't I like freaking the Fortnite thing. I will never forget. I got invited as a VIP guest to a Fortnite party. Who else was a VIP guest? Ninja, Tim the Tadman, Doctor Lupo, Kitty Plays, I Justine, Nade Shot, freaking like Jesco. He was. I'm like, why? Who am I? Hello, I'm Gay Bubber. <laughs> this is great. And then when I was really young, I flew out to California. Really young. Oh, my God. 2015. But I, was, I flew out to California for VidCon, and I went to the Panasonic booth, and I went, and they had free drinks, and I got a drink. And I was sitting down talking to these two guys, and it was the CTO and the CMO, I believe, of Panasonic. And I was just talking to these guys for like half an hour, and I'm like, what? how am I here? Like, they were asking me stuff about the camera and like what I thought, and I'm giving all this information to them just not knowing at all who they are. And then they gave me their cards, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my oh, God. I just trashed the freaking... camera in front of the CTO. But, hey, that's what they're there for, and they got, like, you know, legitimate feedback. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting. And, and so that one-on-one thing, like, is a thing that I could see happening. Not with the people I mentioned. I'm just saying. No. Well, Nate shot, actually. You know, you never know. You never know, Gabe. Yeah. hundred thieves. I would, Damn, guys, I would love to work there, dude. I'd love to work there. It'd be you know, amazing. I'm just on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> Speaking of actually uh, 100 Thieves and, and topics, uh, this is just for the US, but still, today's the 22nd. Um, 100 Thieves just announced that 
the Cash App, LA Cash App compound is a official voting place. Oh, really? Yep. You can go vote at the Cash App compound starting tomorrow. And they That's got bad. graffiti artists to come in and do a cool thing that says vote on the side of the building, a mural. Like, it's just cool stuff, man. They're doing really cool stuff. Naturally caring for the community that they're around in. Wild, dude. Yeah, Wild. this whole... Uh... Now, now, I don't know if I want to bring this up because I'm not okay. too educated on it. The whole optic and huntsman situation. I don't know that much about it. All I know is that... Neither do I. Hex does now have the rights to... The name Optic Gaming. Yeah. It's not necessarily the team, the players, anything like that. It's just the name, apparently. There's rumors flying around that they're going to sell the Huntsman brand Mm -hmm. and spot. I think they have to sell the spot in CDR. I don't know. Basically, Jake Lucky knows a lot about this. And esports talk. That's what I'd I'd watch. Get get, get, get a a good opinion there. Um, But if Optic comes back to like, it'd be like, uh, so it'd be Chicago Optic. Yeah, I assume it would be if they took the Chicago spot in the CDL. Um, that'd be pretty cool. I think so the everyone's CDL's rooting fail, for the LA Thieves. Yeah. Oh, it stinks. I think it it's going It's because Modern Warfare was such a bad COD. The comps in Modern Warfare didn't actually have a comp playlist, and it was the year that they spent. It made teams pay twenty five million just to enter the competitive league. It, it, it was unbelievably stupid because they came from, if I'm not mistaken, World War Two was the previous COD. And yeah. The rank system in that is apparently one of the best. The game was awful, but the rank system was great. And in Modern Warfare, they just, you know, pooped the bed, for want of a better word. I, I honestly wonder when the COD fandom will die. Because I do <laughs> think it is getting less and less. It's still several uh, hundreds of millions. See, I, I, I disagree with that. Of what? I would disagree that the COD fandom's dying because of Warzone. No, I'm talking it about specifically uh, competitive. Okay. I do agree with you. Warzone is insane. Because Warzone's so well done, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know what, it took a million years, but now you can only download Warzone if you want, which is still 200 gigs for no reason whatsoever Man, at all. updates about weekly. I'm so glad I've got in that now. Imagine trying to play, like, I, for anyone who's listening and has, like, a limited internet and, you know, small download speed, that's awful. It's it just awful, makes no man. sense. The fact that they want to do something like that makes no sense. Like it's it's 2020. Don't have a 200 gigabyte game that has 43 gigabyte updates every week. Just it's not optimized. Figure it out. You know. Figure it the frick out. Optimize your game. Make it not garbage. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Come again. Thank you. All right, Dave. You got a question for me? Um. No, I've got I've got some more written down. If you want some, uh, we can we can fire off mine. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, I asked you this pre-stream because I was like, "Hey, you got a stream deck." Because otherwise, if I ask the question, it doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, yeah, I got one. What's up? What's your favorite button in your stream deck? Uh, I like my clip button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, boo. <laughs> well, I use Leorn board just like you do. So I, mean, I... Yeah, no, but I use Leorn board for like interactive channel points. I don't yeah. use it to actually on the stream. Yeah, for me, my, my stream deck is really functional. So I have all my scenes. Mm-hmm. I have my muting. And then I have my clip button. And that's basically it. Like, that's it? Yeah, I used to have a lot more stuff. But I had trouble with stre- like the stream deck disconnecting kind of often. So mm-hmm. I run off of... Um, I stream off of an iMac. It's a 2014 maxed out iMac. So it's a very nice computer for when it existed. But it's running off of boot camp. 
So its integration with Windows products is not the greatest. Maybe that's why. And so I tend to have mm. issues. So I actually kind of stopped using it for a while. And so mm. I like my clip button. <laughs> <The most laughs> you like your clip button. It's it's oh, still damn. the easiest way for me to clip something when I, I think something cool happens. Uh, because, yeah, there's a clip button on Twitch, but that requires me moving my hand off of my mouse. So especially if I'm playing an FPS, like not moving is not necessarily a problem, but taking your hand off the mouse is a problem and getting out of the game. So I can just, you, you know, tap that clip button and then I'm set. Well, this brings me back to talking about pedals. Yeah. For, before we get into mine, uh, Nick A30 actually uses pedals and it is, one of his pedals is a clip button. That's smart. <laughs> That's so like, because I have, I have a clip button. Again, I just have to push a button on my stream deck. And it's, where my stream deck is situated, it's, my left hand does it because mm -hmm. my right hand can still aim. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. If I get a chance where I can sit still for a sec, I can just be like, given my FPS mobility, me sitting still is probably nothing new. Um, I kind of stink, but it's all right. Um, my favorite button, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's probably my starting video just because I felt so big brain when I set it up because it's like got macros in it and stuff. It's yeah. got a timer and everything. And I was just like, wow, I'm so smart. And now every time I press go live, yeah. I, have a, so I have, because I have, this brings back the argument of starting, sing, starting soon screens yeah. uh, to streams because I've seen someone who had an hour countdown on his starting soon screen. And I was like, <laughs> if it's not a show, here. what the frick are you doing? Yeah. Like the Austin show, I get. I think I don't even know if he has a he has a pre-show. I don't mm -hmm. know if he has a starting suit. I know they have a pre-show for that. Um but yeah, so uh I have like a three minute highlights clip essentially, and it's just like copy music, a couple of clips, gets the mood going again, and it's like, ah, the energy's there, you know. Mm -hmm. But like I did used to have a five minute starting suit screen of just like I'd do it and just you know mute and play music and then just turn up. The biggest I don't really like. The biggest proponent to not having a started or biggest creator who says you shouldn't have a starting soon screen, which is, I think is one of the most polarizing things that he stands on is Harris Heller. And like, he's had, I don't think he says you shouldn't have one. No, he straight up says you should not. After three minutes. No, he said you straight up shouldn't have one at all. Really? Yeah. He, he, he reiterated it again recently. Um, Harris. He said he thinks it's the most wasted thing on streams. And it's like, what bothers me about it is his, his mentality is every stream's peak normal is going to be two hours into the stream. That's the average on Twitter, yep. which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Great. But his thought process is you should start the stream and be ready to stream. And I, I don't start the stream and I'm not ready to stream. No. I start the stream and then I troubleshoot everything that goes wrong in a stream every single day because there's always something that's happening. Like, did my tweet go out? Did freaking did I message people on Discord? Did all this stuff happen? Like what? And I figure that out and then I'm ready to go. And a lot of people join very slowly in the five minutes. And then yep. by the time I actually start, I have like seven, eight, nine, ten people there. 100 percent You know, and then the same for me. His thought process is you shouldn't have a starting student screen. You should go live when you're ready to go live. And the people who want to be there for you will be there for you. Well, Twitch doesn't notify people. You yep. know, it takes it's people a while to read your tweets. And on Discord, people have stuff muted. So if you're not someone who averages over hundreds of viewers, you're going to start your stream with almost nothing. Like one of our close friends and part of the grid team, Nalu, her viewer average probably somewhere in the 80 to 100. Like she was playing marbles the other day with 135 people. She plays marbles for cash. But people still, when her stream starts up, she starts at like 15. You know? Yeah. 
And in two or three minutes, she's up to 60 or whatever. But still, nobody hits the go live button that has hundreds of viewers unless they are Harris Heller, Curry yeah, JD, Dr. On, Lupo. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel there's a bit of a branch off there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't Harris remember, is great. No, I don't get me wrong, I love Harris. No, but. of course, but he's not that big. But still, no. I, I'm trying to remember who said it. Someone argued against it with him. I think it was Milton T. Pike, mm-hmm. I think. But Small their, hands guy. their concept or their thought process was if we're supposed to treat Twitch as a show, it's like when you're starting an opera, everyone's getting into the seats and the lights are flashing, you know, and it's time to come in. It shouldn't be 10 minutes, you know, but there's nothing wrong no, with three to five minutes. It should minutes. not be 10 minutes. Yeah, I think three to five minutes is optimal yeah. for me. And that, so now there's another thing I disagree with Harris Halloran. Because mm. the other thing that I disagree with Harris Halloran is uh, he made a statement. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Harris Heller is a genius. I think he knows a lot about streams. He's really smart, and I, t- I take a lot of his advice on. But it's just this one in particular, he said, if you're a small streamer, or again, medium-sized streamers as well, joining an org isn't actually beneficial to you. Yeah, that's a dumb statement. Which, if, he said, if you're a pro player, all that, yeah, fair enough. I see it, salaries and all that great stuff. But as a content creator, it's like, unless you're joining an org, like 100 Thieves or something like that, I don't think making that move is essentially good move but i will actually disagree with that statement because when i joined i was a small streamer i got approached by an org monarch and i have made some lifelong friends in that org and i play with them still now on a regular even though i've left the org mm-hmm. i still play with them on a regular basis i still talk to them all the time and they come in my stream they support me i support them and i think if you join an org like that then it has like an insane amount of benefits to it but there are other orgs that you might join. And like, you know, there's plenty of them out there that you join and they just, they see you as somewhere else to put their advertising. A hundred percent. The first mm-hmm. org I joined, I had a negative experience with, but I still think that it's valuable because especially as a small, and I want to be specific and mean small content creator, like small, small, small. I'm talking like three viewer average. Yeah, me too. Me if too, me you too. have a tiny viewer average, but you're taking the career serious, there's no way to find people who are serious at that size. There's not. Like, you can't just go to other people with three viewers because they may just literally be someone who streams once every weekend. And so when I was at a tiny, tiny average, I was hit up by an org and I joined them. I would say don't sign a contract. That's stupid. But... I was hit up by an org and I joined them and I was able to find like Cosmic Live. He still streams pretty consistently, but he took a long break like after I left the org, but I still found somebody that I could game with that was serious about gaming, who understood the side of content creation, who was a small streamer. And that's the thing. Like I would say like right now, my viewer average is like, I think 10 and under something like that. And I, and I've been as high as, 50 and i've been as low as zero obviously because we all start at zero but we will start at zero i think from like zero to like 15 is small and then i think the next chunk is from like 15 to 200 and i know 200 viewers sounds like a lot but the mentality of someone with 200 viewers is still the same of someone with 20 they're still working just as hard it's just a person who's got 200 viewers hopefully he's making more money but I am so happy with my audience, and I've seen the same thing with your audience. Our chats are way more active than someone with hundreds of viewers. Like, 
I mean, I'm not going to lie to you there. My, my stream does have uh, dry spells in the chat. Yeah, yeah, we got lols. People got to do stuff. They can't watch us for eight hours in a row. Oh, yeah. But, but still, like, that's why I think that gap is the same. And so, for some reason, when people who make uh, informational content, because I think Ashen Christ, Ash, Ashen Christ, Christ, the girl, do you know her name? No, no, no. Uh, she's another I'm person. This. Huh? I don't know her. Yeah, she, she makes a content, uh, like helpful streamer content as well, and talks to you oh. about like all this stuff. And she's doing very, very well. She makes about 10K a month, and she talks about how she set that up and how she started. She's very like blatant with everything. She talks to a lot of people under 10 viewers to get an active perspective of what they're experiencing. Because mm -hmm. once you get to a certain level, you just can't relate anymore to the smaller streamer, you know? And then your advice gets a little... It's like a billionaire giving yeah, advice to yeah. people. Yeah, oh, you mean from... Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. You know? No, I'm with you there. I thought you meant, like, someone like me. I, was, I don't know. I definitely are the small guy. Feels the small no, guy no, no, no. I'm talking about, like... A lot of pals who yeah. would consider themselves smaller than me. Yeah. Um, which makes me feel weird uh, saying that out loud. Because, you know, mm -hmm. everyone I game with, I'm just like, oh, we're the same. Oh, cool. I mean, that's why we have five, this. We have supporters, three, two, dude. Frick. Oh. Like, how many people can launch a podcast and get almost 100 listens in 24 hours with no advertising? <laughs> you know? I, I mean, what did I say to you when, when we did it? You was like, oh, we'll get yeah. to 100 at some point, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, we won't. Yeah, I said, no, I, I, said I want to hit a, a 100 listeners. I think I said in a month or two months, something like that, because there's a goal we want outside of the stream or outside of the podcast to do if we had 100 listeners. And Woodsy just had no faith in freaking day one, we're at 30 something. It's not that I didn't have no faith. It's the imposter syndrome thing again that we spoke about. No, last I, I get episode. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super anxious last night when the podcast was going live. I was talking to Kate and I was like, You don't like my content, do you? <laughs> she was like, What? No, I do. And I was like, No, you don't. I know you don't. Nobody likes my content. Blah, 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 blah. It was, it was this. It was striking again and I was panicking. And I actually didn't sleep last night until four. It'll gone 4 a.m. until the tweet had gone live that the podcast was up. I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Because I'd already listened to it. But I was just so scared and afraid, you know? Yeah, because what 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 if it doesn't go well? What if nobody listens to me rambling on whilst I've had a few coronas, man? Always a possibility. Always a possibility. Yeah. But I don't like, like since me. I don't I don't know, man. I just had faith. Like I, I know the way we we talk and I, I think that. It works out well, and it turns out other people do too. And that's pretty freaking sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, we were literally having a conversation before we went live, and I was like, Gabe, stop. Let's save it for the podcast. Did we talk about that? It I don't even know what it was. I don't even know. I don't even think I've forgotten what it was. I've completely forgotten. I'm pretty sure we missed something there, but... We miss something like that all the time. I have no freaking clue. Yeah, that's all right. Just stuff for more episodes. We, we could literally, I think, do easily do like 100-odd episodes and just keep rambling on. Listen, I mean, like today, half the stuff we spoke about happened in the last week. Yep. And some half of it happened a today too. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, some of it happened today. I mean, we could do, we could do a, more than one more than one recording a week. But listen, the more I'll listeners just, yeah. we get, the the Maybe. more we could do with this, and the more money we make, the more content we can spit out too. You know. So if true. you got some, if you got some money to throw our way, you looking to you looking to sponsor something? You got an interest? We got an email. It's in the description. I'm not going to say it out loud. You could look it up. Let us know, dude. Hit us up. Just saying. Sounds good. I'm Sounds just saying. Good. All right, we're we're about an hour now, so we're we're just about at our wrap up time, anyways, for the podcast itself. So 
I do want to reiterate, since we're already going down this podcast memory lane of the last 24 hours, a thank you so very much. We actually somehow have listeners all over the world, which is what I love. We have people from the United States, which makes sense, because, you know, United States. We have people from the UK, which makes sense, because, you know, UK. Canada, Spain, all of this makes sense because we know people all those places. But then we have someone listening from the Republic of Lithuania, and that's just cool. Like, that's whoever so the cool. okay. that is, it's just cool. Go ahead. I think I, I've, 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 I've Google translated it. I think mm. it's, I haven't, I won't sound it for me. Okay. But uh, I think it's like, Spiky? Spiky? S-V-E-I-K-I. It won't let me play the audio for it, so I don't know how it sounds. You don't know how to actually pronounce? Hello and thank you to the Lithuanian friend. Exactly. Thank you very, very much. And we got a three-to-one split for the audience. 75% male, 25% female. We already got a female audience. That's a great split right off the rip, just to be honest, considering our, our viewer base. Stump and white ball. I mean, there's 30 <laughs> viewers. That's not enough. There's more ladies out there listening. Aww. So we appreciate you. We appreciate everybody for coming in and letting us, uh, you know, see what you like about the podcast. Again, please, voice memos. Those would be fun to play on the podcast. I think it'd be a great thing for us to experience. Send whatever you want. Um, if it's messed up, we'll just, you know, ban you and not play it on the podcast. That's pretty much it. We and can't ban him, Gabe. It's not, it's not like Twitch chat. I mean, I can, though. <laughs> you can ban him from listening? No, I can ban him from sending more messages. Uh, I can. <laughs> but if you want to tell me how nice my hat looks, you can, tell, you can send that in a message. Let them know. Also, by the time you guys are listening to this, I think our next episode will be Woodsy's merch release. I think by the time they're listening to this, the following November one will be 14th? that. November no, fourteenth. Yeah, that's, that's when you. That's when the Chrono is getting it, and then maybe. Yeah. In the next few days, my merch is coming out. I will. I've, I can guarantee that there will be photos. So when you guys are listening to this, True. I will upload a picture of me and Woodsy merch, and then you'll cute. be able to buy it very soon. So, so get ready for it. Get excited for it. I'm going to do the same thing we did last time. If you got a Twitch Prime sub and it's not going anywhere, it's called Prime Gaming now. I'm going to keep forgetting. Go over to Woodsy's channel. Go to my channel. Whoever you want, hit the sub button. You know, give us a little bit of love. We appreciate everything you do for us and everything that's been a great time. And next time, I'm beers again. And so if you enjoyed last week's episode, oh, you're going to have a good one on the next one. What side are you? What side are you again? You uh, decide or you decide? I am... Yep, there you go. Side? Nope, other there you way. go. That's side. Side Twitch Prime that way. The other way. For the audio listeners, I'm just pointing the game. <laughs> You're just trying um, to figure out what the video looks yeah, like. Yeah, I was trying to like I was trying to work out the way the inverted camera was. All right, cool guys. Uh, love you very much. I am drunk. Uh, well, I'm not drunk. I'm two beers deep. You know, I'm not that much of a lightweight. Uh, I got. I I'm British. I got a reputation to uphold. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gay Barbosa. Um, <laughs> so I will probably be beans next time. And um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's been a pleasure as always. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.